As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, everybody, and you're very welcome to the latest episode of The Cup of Culture, which has become the lockdown format for our South Tip Arts podcast here at the Arts Centre in Clonmel. Well, as we speak, we are just about at the halfway point of our Connect, Create, Inspire series, which was a series devised to celebrate the importance of creativity to our health and well-being. It's been running for two weeks already and there are still two weeks left in the programme. So if you're unaware of what's on offer, you can visit our website at www.southtipartcentre.ie or check us out on any of the social media channels where you will readily find links to all the events, which are free. And thanks to Healthy Ireland, Healthy Tipperary and Tipperary Arts Office for their support in delivering this project, which is part of Healthy Ireland's drive to Help us all keep well during these times. And my guest this week is Alan Wells, who is delivering a 10 day meditation challenge as part of Connect, Create and Inspire. The word challenge is being used relatively loosely here. It's a drop in meditation and people can attend for just one day if they like. Alan's visual artist, but his work has also taken him in the direction of the healing arts. He's qualified in many healing modalities and regularly teaches group classes and workshops. I was delighted to catch up with Alan after one of the morning meditation sessions. And if you're interested, you can have a look at our website for the details on how to join in with us. Alan, it's great to talk to you for the Cup of Culture today. We have literally just finished up your meditation. It was a healing meditation today. It was fantastic. I'm so spaced out now, it's string is together. <laughs> but it's testament to a lovely session and a really nice group. And I know there's maybe people out there who'd say, oh, it's not the same with Zoom and it's different and everything. But actually, you can still sort of feel the group dynamic even in the ethers. I think that's a particularly nice thing about it. This day is part of a 10-day challenge, in inverted commas, that you've come up with for our Connect, Create and Inspire, which is a month of a celebration of the importance of creativity to our health and well-being uh, and, and life in general. And Alan, you have a background in fine arts, same as myself. So what's your take on the whole idea of creativity and how important it is to nourish that side of yourself? Yeah, thanks, Emer. I suppose, yeah, I have a background in fine arts, but for me, creativity goes beyond just making art is part of, of part of all life really isn't it yeah. um and i suppose again i mean I, for myself i mean at one stage making art or, or painting was almost like a therapy for me you know 
it was always this need to express something. And that, at the time, that seemed to be the only way that I could express, you know. And it's really powerful way to express, you know. And, and for, for, for times when either we can't speak out or we don't have anyone to meet or talk to, I mean, it can be really, really beneficial to get something out there, whether you're writing poetry, whether you're just scribbling a few lines in your journal, whether it's drawing, painting, whatever it is. It's really, really helpful and healing to get that stuff out of your head and get it out somewhere in yourself, you know. conversation that I had earlier on this morning with somebody, we were talking about... Um sort of art as a therapy and stuff like that Mm. and um, we both kind of felt that because we had been through the art education system that we were almost a little bit challenged like because there's that whole judgment thing of uh, you know good bad you know worthy or unworthy that sometimes art therapy for people who do art on a on either professional or or semi-professional level I think they often find it a bit more difficult because they can't get past that sort of judgment thing, even of themselves, yeah. that other people who've no experience, they've got no preconceptions of what they should do. Their expectations of themselves aren't overwhelming. Uh, I think that can make a little bit of a block sometimes. I'd love to know some ways of breaking through that mm. judgment thing that you do to yourself when you've been through the system of being graded for your artwork. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is. I mean, it, it, for me, it's Again, it extends beyond art. I mean, it's in all life, yeah. isn't it? You know, the, the, yeah. and I suppose especially, especially going back to the art world, definitely we as artists, we're, we're, <laughs> we're delicate souls, we're sensitive <laughs> souls, you know? <laughs> and it's hard, it really is difficult to get past that, that judgment thing. But oftentimes I think it's, it's ourselves that, you know, that are our hardest critics. That's quite true. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that feeling of, you know, I should be doing something. Or you know, especially in these times, you know, you know, contradicting myself now with saying that you know that it's really good to get stuff out, but you know, there, we put those that expectation ourselves sometimes that we really should be doing some especially you know, at the moment when everybody a lot of people seem to be learning new skills and, 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 and yeah, and all these kind of things. So. Yeah, 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 and that can be really frustrating and, and even depressing, I suppose. And it's easy to slip into that that rut. It's difficult to get out of. Going a bit deeper, I suppose sometimes that can be, that can seem to be about the external circumstances, whereas really it's an internal thing, isn't it? Um, in some ways, things are not ex- as we expected them to be, perhaps. And people like Alan Watts, great philosopher and, yeah, and yeah. spiritual writer and stuff, he, mm-hmm. he often spoke of suffering, well, it's kind of part of Buddhism, really, that suffering or unsatisfactoriness with life often comes down to, to our assumptions of how life is supposed to be. Or how perhaps how art is supposed to be if we want to put that picture on it, you know. And as we know, as we all know, inspiration and creativity can't be forced. Yeah. It's often um, about spontaneity. It's often when we stop forcing it, I suppose, that when we say, okay, um, this is how it is at the moment. Um, and in this moment, I'm okay with this. So, so, and then things change. Well, in my experience, anyway, I think things change. It's kind of people talking about it being surrender or one of those things but I don't know I don't think surrender is a very good word for because it's kind of a, a defeatist word almost yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's kind of a giving in you know but it's not I don't I don't think I think it's maybe just being, allowing allowing yeah it's just being okay with it in this moment yeah. it's not saying that this is how it's going to be forever you know it's just being okay in this moment yeah, yeah. I think I think for 
me that that acceptance or that allowing as as you say is what helps me just just to, just to be I think just go easy on ourselves. Like any anytime yeah. anyone says anything to me, like, well, just go easy on yourself because yeah, especially now, especially yeah. now. I know it's kind of a cliche, you know, go with the flow or whatever. But you know, it's, it's really it's, it's become obvious to me the importance of it during during this whole thing. Absolutely, um, no control and, really over any of the big external stuff. Oh, that that's it. That's it. And and is that allowing again? I mean that's. that's perfect words is that allowing just allowing things to be just allowing yourself to be sure we can look forward and we can have aspiration there's nothing wrong with that absolutely but the striving and the pushing and the forcing will only create sort of a narrow vision which you know blocks us in yeah yeah. and And then i suppose by by turn then that'll just increase your um disenchantment because if you don't get to that thing that you felt was so important then then you start to feel like oh i failed i didn't do it that's it and then you're you're back in that cyclical way back to that frustration back into that pressure back into that rush you know um, as an aside question now are you pursuing your artwork all the time do you is it something that you do as a practice or are you more consumed with your other work now because you do have a lot going on I, at the moment, to be honest, at the moment, it has been other stuff. So I suppose my expression, my creative expression has turned more to writing. I'm, I'm doing a course at the moment, so there's a lot of writing involved in that course. Yeah. So I'm finding myself able to, so less of the need to, to paint, you know, because that would be my practice is painting. So my, my, I feel my creativity is, is being expressed in other ways, mm. you know, which is great because it was something that, again, I would have been, I would have been sort of, I'm a painter, I paint, yeah. and you know, there's that forcing myself to paint, you know, if yeah. I have something to say, and but I'm finding other ways to express myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I suppose this, this whole lockdown thing has allowed me the time to explore those things mm. and to, you know, to walk a bit more. I suppose I have my own sort of spiritual practice, I suppose, which sustains me a lot, and I know not everybody is into that, but, you know, I have my, whatever, my half hour that I set aside every morning. And I do my bit of practice and a bit of meditation and whatever else that entails. And for me personally, that that really sustains me. You know? I think that creativity is such a broad thing, like you said, and a way of living that I suppose all the little sort of fibers of the different aspects of what you do all feed each other. So yeah. rather than one particular thing that you do to be creative, it's a, a mindset. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's often talk about life as a, you know just come bring this back to because i remember a quote from somebody about a spiritual life and regular life and they're as if people seeing them as if they're different yeah. you know and the same like with creative life and and ordinary life there's no difference it's, it's all as you say it's all inter, interlinked and interchanged and everything around us feeds our creativity feeds our spirituality feeds feeds us yeah you know and, and it's only when i think when we try to separate those things that a problem arises yeah um, I, I don't see any division between any of those things. I try and, and I, I know I'm, I'm lucky or blessed or whatever word you want to put in it that my work allows me that sort of time to meander around and wander and look up at the sky or whatever, you know. Yeah. And I'm where I live out in the country. I mean, I'm surrounded by, by beauty. You know, that's inspirational, I suppose, is the word for it. Yeah. So when I'm out and about doing my job, you know, and there might be mundane jobs or whatever, you know, there's still this awe every now yeah. and again when and you just look up from the job and and everything everything is fed in everything feeds into everything else and everything 
encourages everything else. I think that notion of, is it Eckhart Tolle, the, the in the moment, and um, what's the name mm. of the book? I can't even remember. Yeah, the Power of Now or one of those. Yeah, 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 but like actually in the moment, even if it's just standing by the sink, wash, washing the dishes, but like you're looking out the window while you're doing it and you're sort of just noticing what's around you and stuff yeah. like that. I think yeah. that's kind of powerful as a... That's it. It's just to remember to do it, just remind yourself. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and, you know, this this 10 days is about meditation. It's about, I mean, our first few days, we're, we're working on guided meditation. But, you know, for the next few days or certainly second five days, anyway, we'll be working on our own practice, which is which is exactly what you spoke about there. It's about finding ways to bring us back. And really, ultimately, that's what meditation is, regardless of, of whatever form of meditation you practice, Eastern, Western, whatever. It's finding something that when you notice that you're not doing, let's say, watching the breath, for instance, if you're not doing that, that moment when you realize that you're thinking about whether you'll put pineapple on the pizza tonight or not, yeah. it's that moment. It's that moment. Yeah. It's not even the coming back. It's that moment of acknowledging and being aware that you're thinking. Yeah. And you're not, and you're not watching your breath or you're not doing your mantra or you're not doing... You're not noticing the beauty, whatever it is, you know. I think that's even okay, is it? Because I, I know even just during during your one there now, um, I did have one moment where I had one of those sort of thoughts about something that I have to do later on. But I, I kind of just went, that's okay. Just let that go now. That's where we were. And it just came and it went. And now I've forgotten what it was. Yeah, but that's wonderful. I mean, that that is exactly it. You know, people use metaphors like meditation is the sky and the thoughts are clouds. You know, yeah. or meditation is the weather and the, you know whatever thoughts are just clouds. It really is. It really is that, and that's I suppose why we kind of began these few days with a guided meditation, so that people could get into the sense of having that focus. It's lovely you actually. Know. I'm uh, joining in myself. I'm finding that, and I really like the idea that you're going to be working on sort of trying to develop a personal practice. Yeah. Um, in the next few days, because I, like everybody, I'm that's something I kind of have uh, trouble just kind of getting into a solid habit of I, I just don't you know I forget about it yeah it's, it's to have yeah. to bring you into even this lovely 10 days to bring you into this space at the same time every day it starts the development of the habit so yeah. Yeah. Who knows, maybe we can keep it going absolutely hopefully hopefully so I'm just going to say thanks a million I'll see you for meditation tomorrow and um, thanks for talking to me today and people can go to any of our social media channels they can have a look at our website to find the links to book for the 10 day creative meditation. And it's a drop in thing as well. So people don't need to commit to the entire 10 days, but it would be lovely. Great stuff. Thanks very much, Emma. And that's it for this week's episode. Don't forget to check out the programme for our Connect, Create and Inspire, which still has a two weeks worth of events left for you to check out. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, the email address is southtipartspodcast at gmail.com. That's southtipartspodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you all again next time.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 